Um, right, so we've done the music, I'll just say, uh, right, welcome to the uh, James World Radio podcast broadcaster all over the world. Nice to have you with us. Uh, here I am sitting uh, in uh, in my little room looking out over the fields of the Garden of England on a bright sunny day. Now, I know some of you may be listening in uh, three or four feet of snow. Some of you may be listening in the burning heat of the desert or some even in the jungle. And there are a few listeners to this program sitting waiting to take off on a plane on the tarmac of an airport somewhere in the world. So wherever you are listening, welcome to the program. If you want to find out more about it, go to our website, jameswhaleradio.co.uk. Or, of course, tune in to me Monday to Thursday, four nights a week, seven o'clock until ten on Talk Radio. Where is it, Robert? Uh, it's uh, on Talk Radio, only between the hours of seven and ten. Monday to Thursday. Oh yeah, Monday to Thursday. But you yeah. can you can listen yeah. uh, Friday. But listen. You won't be there. Yeah. I won't be there Friday. George Galloway will be there on Friday, just balancing up the uh, the political shenanigans, um, and also you know talking about the news issues of the day. Um, but I, I, I'm going to kick it off with uh, something I, I've spoken about on my my talk radio show, <laughs> and um, an MP. Uh, has recently had to apologise for saying he thought the unemployed, the feckless, um, uh, and those uh, who weren't prepared to uh, uh, pull their weight should have to have a vasectomy. And uh, he got into a lot of trouble over this. But, you know, <laughs> I have to be very careful because people will call me a fascist if I'm not. Um, and uh, The problem is that I have, on occasion... Um, uh, been at home during the day and put the television on and seen something called the Jeremy Kyle show. Now, I have not watched, I have to be honest with you, I could not watch more than 10 minutes. In fact, when I, I used to go and review the papers on this morning when they used to do that, um, I think they got the hump with me and didn't ask me back after I I said, because in the, in the green room where you have to wait before you go on, uh, they had the TV on and, of course, uh, before this morning, Apparently, this is this this thing called the Jeremy Kyle show is on, and I I saw bits of it while I was waiting. Then I I asked them if they could please turn it off or turn on to something more interesting, like Sky News, uh, because I could not believe that we were actually using the inadequates to make a television show. That we were actually looking at inadequate human beings who seemed to do nothing but breed profusely. And then not look after their kids properly. They can't even communicate properly. They don't seem to wash. Their dress sense is disgusting. And I'm wondering, does everybody have the right to make another human being? Now, some of those feckless idiots will probably have made some geniuses in the past. So you've got to balance that up with the fact that most of those sort of people will just breed more people like them. They will just continue on the gene pool. This is a very dangerous path to go down because it actually starts saying, well, only certain sorts of people will be allowed to breed in the future. And that, of course, would be terrible everybody. And then I'm beginning to wonder, if we were more careful about this thing, would, would mankind have actually developed better? I mean, here we are in the 21st century. We know this planet is billions of years old. We know that 
the species evolve and species die out. Yet the religious nutcases insist that this planet is 6,000 years old and that mankind started from Adam and Eve. Now, I'm not, I'm not against the idea of Adam and Eve. What could have happened is uh, two beings from another planet could have come here just to seed this planet. That's what could have happened. And there may well have been some fairly um, primitive people living on this planet at the time who witnessed this and saw these people as gods. That could have happened. I don't know, nor do you, nor does anybody else. Nor does my brother, who's a born-again Christian. He, you know, he tells me he knows. He has no idea. Or any others. Or the Bishop of Watsit, or, you know, just mind, mind, I better not use the term. So, we're still in the 21st century. We still believe in fairy tales. We still, we still solve our problems by fighting. And we still have those kind of useless human beings who hang around and do f*** all, who dress in, well, they, they dress in those sort of grey tracksuit bottoms and wear baseball caps and have spotty faces. And the blokes do the same. <laughs> so, I mean, I, is, is, there, is there something in this that maybe every boy baby has a vasectomy which can be reversed later in life? if they wish to reproduce, and then if we want to reproduce, there may well be certain criteria that we have to fill in. I mean, am, am, I, am I being a little dangerous with this thought? I'm just putting it out there, and you can get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com, go on Facebook or Twitter and let us know your views. But... It cannot be right that in the 21st century we've still got wankers all over the place, can it? Well, wankers, they're okay at the end of the day. That, that's fine. You can do that. that well, absolutely not. Because I was talking to that uh, one of my regular callers, Ken the Christian, who said that masturbation was, uh, was tantamount to murder. Well, yeah. Yeah, I suppose, yes, it is, in a way. Yeah. Is it? Well, well, yeah, if you believe in that kind of thing, I can imagine it would be uh, murder, right. isn't it? Yeah, you know, you know, you're, you're, yeah. you're wasting uh, life, aren't you? You're just throwing it away mm. to an old sock or a curtain. Well, uh, we talked on the programme about abortion the other day. My view, of course, abortion must be uh, available to any woman who wants it and as soon as and easily as it can be. And uh, we got all the f***ing God-botherers on again because, uh, uh, well, you're killing life and, you know, for goodness sake, grow up. Grow up. If, we, if, if people behaved a little more sensibly in this world, and if we did get rid of the Jeremy What's-His-Face brigade, life surely would be better. We'd cut out a lot of crime. A lot of those people are petty criminals, aren't they? I mean, we wouldn't cut out the, the, the intelligent, you know, the, the, the big crime masters who, who probably are just as likely to have become big businessmen as big criminals. But, you know, a lot of the petty crime that breaking into cars and breaking into houses. You see, in my, in my actual private view, I, I would string up burglars. I don't think you'd actually... You, you don't. There's, there's no proof that execution stops people committing murder or violent crime because people don't even think about consequences when they do that. They might, however, think more about life if they uh, saw burglars being hung up from... Uh, well, there's a very nice... Um, there's a nice uh, tree just uh, outside my... I'll see. I'm serious. If if some if if somebody's you know one of these 
emaciated little shit faces who, and I've been burgled a couple of times, um, if one of these emaciated little shit faces breaks into your home, they catch them, and then they say, I'd like you to take into consideration 35 other break-ins I've done. Well, string them up. String them up and make sure that everybody knows that if you go and steal from another person, you break into somebody else's house, that is what is going to happen. Now, I don't believe in capital punishment because I don't think it works. I think, you know, it's state murder. But I am likely to change my mind if we just top a few burglars who think that I'm just a criminal. I'm not a nonce. I'm just an ordinary criminal. You're as much a nonce as anybody else, mate, because what you do is rape somebody's life. So hang them. Hang them high. Well, not too high. We've got to get them down again, health and safety and all that. No, let the birds feed off them. Oh, okay. Native Americans did. There, there used to be a gibbet actually up on the hill there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah just up on the hill over there. You can go out and give it a polish and a service. Well, it's not there anymore, but, you know, oh. maybe it's a good place to put it. And then, then anybody committing crimes in the sort of local area, they'll uh, you catch one and that's where they end up. I mean, I... <laughs> It didn't work as well in, in those days when they did it because there were a lot of poor people who didn't have very much. But now, I don't think you've got that excuse, have you? There are a lot of people that are struggling, though. There aren't many people without big TVs, are there? That's true. There's, there's, there's a lot of big TVs in the world, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, going back to my idea for, uh, for should you have a licence to have a child, we put this out on Facebook, of course. Um, and we got quite a lot of response, didn't we? Uh, yes, quite a lot, yes. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mark Frisbee says, Some of the most dangerous, abusive and treacherous people I have ever met in the charge of children were parents. Good point, Mark. Uh, Marnie Nea, in some cases I'd say absolutely some folks shouldn't breed, and I will leave it at that. See, a lot of people frightened about this, but it, it's an interesting point. Owen Lucas says, I would say yes. But I'm unsure how it would be enforced. Me too, but I think the discussion is worth having. Um, Aziz says, what happened to go forth and multiply? Go forth and multiply. Who said that? Who said that? Uh, that's quite a famous um, line, isn't it? Yeah, no, I just want you to tell me who said it. Uh, Adam. Adam who? The original Adam, you know, the sex pest mathematician. Yeah, well, there we are, you see. Another f***ing fairy tale. Um, Karen Bowman says, no, not a license, but after the first, what? Not a license, but after the first child, no benefit should be given sick of paying towards other people's kids' care, family credit, nurseries, etc. Problem is, Karen, you need other people's kids to look after you if you don't have any kids when you get old. Um, but I tell you what I do, I would, I would whack up, whack up your tax if you have more than two children. Because what you get is, is tax allowances for the more children you have. Do it the other way around. Two children. But I'm, I'm not in favour of a lot of people having kids. I mean, you, you, know, you look at some of these, what they used to call sink estates, where, where people just live a kind of perverted life, don't they? I mean, they... they uh, you know, the ones who have the mattresses and the old televisions and the sofas in their front garden. I could never understand why you'd put that stuff in your front garden. Billy Knox says, uh, you have been saying this for over 20 years, James. I have. And, uh, you know, I wonder whether people are beginning to think it's an idea. Does You know, if I went to get a dog from a rescue centre, don't you cover your ears, Daisy. Um, 
you you have to answer lots of questions. They have to assess whether you are a fit and proper person, quite rightly, to have a dog. But anybody can, if, if you can manage to shag, you can have a human being. That's not right, is it? It is if you leave it in. Robin Moss says, of course not. It's everybody's right to have the freedom to have children. Don't be bitter and twisted. Robin, you're an idiot. If you really think that everybody has a right and a freedom to have children, some people are just not, not uh, able to, to, to manage their own lives, let alone somebody else's. What a ridiculous thing to say. Louise Barnsworth said, ha, great question, James. Yes, I've always said that. If you want to have a baby, you should look after a dog first. And if you can't handle that, then a child isn't for you. In my experience, looking after kids is very similar to looking after dogs. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I have to agree. Not fair on the dogs, though, is it, really? No. No, it's not fair on the dogs. And I, I actually think we should work out a test because there are a lot of people who shouldn't have, have dogs. A lot of people shouldn't have goldfish. Uh, Graham Clark says we should give fetuses a license to be born by travelling into the future just... Oh, an idiot. Uh, Roger Merritt, I'm not reading. Uh, Roger Merritt said, yes, you've got a lot of editing you're doing on this show, isn't it? Every week is the same. Yeah. It doesn't matter, yeah. really. Yeah. But you listen to me on talk radio, I can control myself much better. Um, yes, it should. Too many parents are having children without having a clue as to how to bring them up properly. And these are the sort of people who take babies with them to pubs or restaurants in the evening and leave them to cry their eyes out at a time when the poor little thing should be tucked up in bed. I couldn't agree with you more, Roger. I couldn't agree with you more, mate. Well done. Um, I seem to remember the late, great Mike Dickin putting it perfectly. You need a license to be allowed to drive a car, so why shouldn't you need one to have a child? That was my impersonation of the late, great Mike Dickin. Um, and I agree with every sentiment. Mike and I used to talk about this quite a lot. And then then thought we get... Uh, uh, we get very bad publicity for suggesting this. But, you know, the worse society gets, the more ignorant, stupid, idiotic people there are. And the more people who will tell you, oh, I've got freedom to do whatever I want. And they don't all sound like that. Some of them sound like this. I've got the freedom to do whatever I want. Um, Louis Foran, uh, let's do this lastly, says, uh, in theory, this is a good idea but it's got a lot of flaws. One small example is that many people have a driving license but are incapable of driving safely. Um, just because somebody holds a license doesn't necessarily mean that they are going to adhere to the rules. Well, no, obviously, but that doesn't mean, does it, Louise, that you don't have the rules. For goodness sake. What are, anyway, never mind. Um, so there we are. Your thoughts uh, would be appreciated, but I think it's about time that, uh, in fact, Maybe Jeremy Kyle in some way needs to be sorted out for putting on a programme like that. I wish they'd get a dentist on that show. Oh, the teeth are terrible, aren't they? If they've got any, and most of them don't. Every time they smile, it's like, oh. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Um, okay, well, should we, should we have a break, a little bit of music uh, on the programme, then come back and talk about my good friend Nigel Farage, who, of course, uh, wants the uh, next referendum on Brexit. Nobody wants really to leave the European Union, except the feckless and the stupid and the idiotic, and maybe Boris Johnson, because he thinks it might make him more popular, but, of course, it won't. Ah, uh, dear. Have you seen his, his sister in the Big Brother house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't... She doesn't want anybody saying that she's his sister. Well, she is his sister. She is his sister, and if she wasn't his sister, she wouldn't be in the Big Brother house because nobody would give a f about her. Thank you. What? That's, that's fine. Just yeah. carry on. Music time.
Okay. Kill to Love You from the upcoming sci-fi attraction in cinemas from January the 19th. This is obviously a piece of music you've chosen. I, well, I, I've, I've chosen it out of the pile that got sent to me, but uh, they, it gets sent to me. I, I mm. have to go through yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you like this sort of film, don't you? It's Russian. It's all in Russian. It's like Russian's attempt it, to make a big blockbuster. Right, well, nothing wrong with that as long as they've either dubbed it or put subtitles on. It's got subtitles. Look, look. I'll just do it. Look, it's Kill to Love You by Hotai featuring Matt Tuck from Bullet from My Valentine from the upcoming sci-fi title Attraction in cinemas from January the 19th. See, wasn't that hard? Play the track. <laughs>
To love you by hotel, well, he was featured in it. Good, uh, right? It's, uh, it's not hotel. Welcome to what? It's not hotel. It's, it's, what is it? It's hotai. It's an I on the end. It's a little no, it's dot. Just badly spelled. It's called it's hotel. <laughs> They're not going to send us any music ever again. Um, it's entirely up to them. Uh, right? Okay. Our our call box isn't working very well, so uh, email me on the on the podcast James Whale Radio at Gmail. Dot com James Whale Radio at gmail.com and that will find us now um, on the podcast we talk uh, if you've got a subject by the way you would like us to talk about or guest you would like us to uh, have on somebody said we should have more guests on the program uh, we did for a couple of years have loads of guests yeah really um, and if you want to go we've got 200 odd pro 200 hours of this shit so all you have to do is go back onto our site and you can listen to it. You can listen to my interview with Nigel Farage a couple of years ago. Will it be relevant now, though? Yeah, I think so. Probably it's not changed, has it? <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> Nigel wants a second referendum. Um, I know that uh, even if even if powers that be say Brexit has, has now gone through, it won't have done. It just won't have done. Because the harm we are going to do to ourselves and the rest of Europe by trying to, to, to break away... Um, is just, it's going to be ridiculous. Oh, my, hang on, my phone here on the desk says, power cut. There must have been a power cut last night, mustn't there? Uh, if it says that, then yes, I would assume yeah. so. <clears throat> it says, reset the date and time. I can't be bothered, just leave it. Um, so, uh, who's with Nigel Farage? Second referendum? Um, it'll be the third referendum, actually, won't it? Because we have the first one back in the 70s, then the second one we've just had. Uh, but we, when we first went in to the uh, common market, as it was then, it was slightly different and it evolved. Uh, we should take more interest in, uh, in Europe. We should take more interest in the world. Little Englanders piss me off, no end. Um, we need to be modern and virulent. Little Englanders, socialists, um, who else pisses me off? Religious um, Oh, there are loads of people who annoy me. Um, so, uh, so I just thought, just to wind some of you thickos up, we'd ask this question. Colin Digby says, I think that will sort the whole thing out. Yes, I'm in uh, for a next referendum, because we will choose to stay, trust me. Uh, Rob Riley says, I'd be up for it. It's worth another 25 million just to see Farage's face when the levers lose. <laughs> I'm with you, Rob. Um, this is a better re better result than we normally get on this. Uh, Paul Breen-Turner says, uh, Paul Breen-Turner, now I know that name. Where do I know that name from? Facebook. Yeah, Paul Breen-Turner. But he, he, what does Paul Breen-Turner do? He's a reporter, isn't he? I, I don't know. It's your friend on Facebook. I don't know who these people are. Yeah. Um, it makes businesses... Yeah, I know, but I've got thousands of friends on Facebook. Yeah, I know. Paul, t t remind me. Um, it makes business sense that the voter has to say, no, the divorce agreement 
Otherwise, it's just like jumping off a cliff, right? Uh, Graham White says, let's look at this for a second. This is the man who's been unceremoniously shunned by all and sundry since the referendum, who will lose his job as a result of it and no longer has any relevance in any way, shape or form. Suddenly, suddenly he decides it's a good idea to have a second referendum to either make sure that the leave win was affirmative or because he wants to make sure his country is happy with the result. I voted remain. But this idiot has told us categorically that a leave win means we leave. So we leave. Let him stew in his juices of his arrogance and stupidity. Graham, that's telling him, isn't it? Well done, Graham. Uh, Mark Langton said, Never, ever be with Nigel Farage, whoever he was, but certainly love a vote once we know the truth, the real truth. Nothing but the truth. Um, good one, Mark. Uh, Jack McCurrup says, Strange how many people voted to remain, yet now say they were not informed. Why did they vote then? Um, <laughs> because if we hadn't voted to remain, we would have got where we are now. And the idiots who voted to leave had no idea. I Every day... I, uh, I I love abuse. And you get emails and you get calls from people who jump up and down. You don't understand. We want the foreigners out of this country. We're a small island. We want it back. They're taking our jobs. They're, you know, just the, just the, the idiots. And uh, maybe they, you see, there's another thing here. There's another thing here. Not only perhaps do you need to uh, prove your worth to bring another human being into the world, maybe not everybody is entitled to a vote. Yeah, a test before you vote. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, right. One. One. One more. This. Oh, this is a long one. Should we do this one? Andrew Cooper. Yeah, he's written it. Why not? Andrew Cooper says uh, we had a vote and the result was declared. This was after a long, drawn-out campaign. It wasn't. It was a short campaign during which both sides had the media all over them. It was like a general election where arguments raged. If you turned on the television, the radio, logged on, read newspapers, talked in the pub. Or the workplace, the same thing dominated all Brexit. If idiots like Blair, Vince Cable, Cameron and the like did not convince uh, their arguments, then it is tough luck. Uh, everyone took an interest and the turnout was greatly increased compared to the apathy of a general election. People were genuinely concerned and took it seriously. We were in the position of being able to make an informed choice. It was democracy in action. It wasn't. A lot of lies were told. Uh, nobody actually knows, even now, what the reality of leaving the European Union may be. It's going to cost billions, by the way. Not, I'm not even talking about the money that we owe them. I'm talking about the money setting up new sort of uh, civil service organizations. Uh, we're going to have to uh, increase our... It, it, let, let, every single thing that we shared with Europe, we have to bring in-house. It's going to cost us a flipping fortune, and we're not going to be any more secure. But we don't know, do we? None of us know. So another referendum when actually everything has been sorted and it can be put to us, the British people, this is what will happen when you leave the European Union. This is the definitive. You will be so much better off or you will be so much worse off or it won't make much difference. When we know, then we can have an informed vote. Yeah, I think that's fine, don't you? I agree with everything you say. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, so there we are, thoughts, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. And uh, 
I think we should break off and just uh, thank everybody who's uh, been taking part in the sale. We've sold a lot of books. We've still got a couple left. Um, and if you go to our website, you can find out how to get them. You can get all sorts of things on our website if you go in the shop. Yep, they all purchased them on the same day as well, which was very handy. Was it? But well, I, you asked them to do that. Yeah, I know. But I was in the post office for over an hour and a half. Well, that, you, that kept you out of Greg's the Baker's, didn't it? It's next door, Greg's the Baker's. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. I hope nobody got a book with greasy fingerprints on it. No, I went afterwards for my Greg's. Oh, right. Oh, did you? Yes. Do you have the steak bake? The steak bake or the sausage roll, a packet of cheese and onion crisps, and a chocolate eclair. You really do have a healthy lifestyle, don't you? There's a bit you of dairy really in there. do have a healthy lifestyle. Uh, okay, Robo, well, listen, I think it's probably time for the part of this programme everybody tunes in for and loves tech talk. I don't know why, but uh, there we go. Um, drone drone. I was being sarcastic, but obviously that went over your head. <laughs> in New Jersey now, you can be done for uh, drunk droning. I should think you should. Can't you be drunk done for that everywhere? I would have hoped you could. Well, up in New, Z New Jersey is the first official place that you could be done yeah. for drunk droning. All right. Uh, Apple to pay $38 billion in tax for bringing their money home. Yeah. Seems fair enough. Yeah, and they're going to be uh, giving a 20. I think it's. Ooh. 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 Yeah. Postman? Hang on. I don't know. I think somebody might be at the door. Hang on just one moment. You carry on with tech talk and I'll go and find out. There's somebody at the door. 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 I'm not going to talk about tech talk while he's away. I'll do that when he comes back because then it'll look like I've been speaking for a very, very long time. Silence. Thing is, I don't know when he's actually going to be walking back. So I carry on. Oh, here we go. Oh, you stopped. Well, I thought it was, it was a cat. <laughs> a cat came and looked in the window and the dogs went mental. <laughs> Have you done tech talk? No, 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 no. I'm still in it. I, I, I stopped for a minute because I heard the door going, but I was just telling the listeners oh. about the end of the world. But we'll carry on with the next feature. Um, bit, All right. Have bit, I missed the end of the world? Yeah, you have. Um, bitcoins oh. are falling. Oh, lucky I didn't put any money in then. And uh, BT are going to be introducing ultra-fast fibre to 46 locations uh, soon. Uh, 300 megabits. That's a lot of uh, data speed. Is it? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're guaranteeing it as well. And well, if... they should. Couldn't You go across the channel to France and the, uh, the speeds over there are far superior to here. Uh, apparently you get £20 for every time it falls below that, but only up to four times a year. I've got a funny feeling because of the price of the um, this service is going to be so high that just factoring that into it and just giving you a rebate of £100 at the end of the year. Really? Actually, it'd be £80, wouldn't it? Four yeah. times 20 Yeah. £80 mm. at the end of the year. The uh, Intel patches are causing uh, slowdowns and resets of people's computers. So more problems with the Intel processor chips. Why do they keep doing that? Well, I don't think they do it intentionally. I mean, there was a bug you sure? that they had to sort out, and now they've sorted it, it's made it a little bit worse. Yeah, okay. Films? Uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, I saw Wonder Woman the other day. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very good. Your friend's in that? Yeah, James Cosmo. Mm. He, plays the, uh, he plays an army officer, doesn't he? He does, yeah, he plays it very well. He does, because he's a great actor. Uh, character actor. You, you know, he, he, a lot of people act and it's them. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. 
they play themselves in many in many roles. But the thing about Cosmo is he actually does, and he never said he was in Wonder Woman. Never told any of us. Yeah, but it was it's more of a cameo role, though, wasn't it? Really, it wasn't a. It's a small bit, yeah, yeah. But it was definitely him. I had to think, because he he did it in an English accent. He's a Scotsman, and that's quite difficult. Doctor Who did it pretty well. I don't watch Doctor Who anymore. After the sixties, it kind of wasn't as good for me. <laughs> should, we do, oh, should we do films? <laughs> oh, films, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, way, I, like, I like the horse riding and everything in uh, in Wonder Woman. It's good. And lots of bows and arrows as well, if I remember right. I like that, yes. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Go on. Uh, the Commuter. You'll like this film. Oh, right. It's a, it's a Liam Neeson film. It's a bit like Taken, yeah. non-stop, that kind of film. Oh, I love those, yeah. 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 So well, When's it coming out? Well, it's out in the cinema now. Uh, it's very good. I enjoyed it. Um, when mm. it comes on Blu-ray, I'll send you a copy. Good, good, good. I didn't think much of The Bodyguard's Bodyguard or The Hitman's Bodyguard. No? No, I wanted to like that, but I didn't like him. I, I, I preferred Samuel Jackson in that than a lot of the other mm. films he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was good in it, but it wasn't it wasn't quite as exciting as I thought it might be. Non-stop action though, all the way through the whole mm. thing. Yeah, very loud and and kind of silly action, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but it, it had a humor to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched one of the old um Mission Impossible films the other day. Their car chases are excellent. Well, yeah, I mean it, what makes those films good is the fact that you know that uh, Tom Cruise is doing a lot of those stunts himself and you mm. think he's mad. <laughs> well, he is mad, and he'll learn one day, but there we are. Um, so, The Commuter, any other movies or not? Uh, no, I'll go and see a few more movies this weekend, but that's the only oh, one I managed to get. Sort of, yeah. Have you got snow, by the way? No, but we have got a lot of bad wind. Have you? <laughs> uh, oh, yes, so you have. A lot, a lot of bad wind. Yeah, last night it really it blew a gale. I thought chimney was going to come off at one moment last night. It was, and I, I don't think it was uh, forecast down in the south. I had to put a key in a door. Why? You know, when you turn the key in a door to lock a door, it yeah. sort of makes the door go a bit stiffer because of the, the, the bolt that goes across. Oh, right. Eh? I wonder what you're talking about for a minute. Because it was rattling. The whole door was yeah. shaking. It was an internal door, put, but it was uh, shaking you, with the wind pressure. Yeah. You put a key in, it goes stiffer. I yeah. need a key. <laughs> you do need a key, yes. <laughs> you can get tablets as well. You don't have to use a key. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Okay, good, cool. Um, right, shall we... Uh, I've got something else I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I noticed the other day that Emily Maitlis, that she's the uh, presenter of Newsnight, used to be a newsreader on Sky. Uh, has come out about her stalker. She's been stalked for two years by a former friend um, who has now disobeyed a restraining order on her and is in prison. And she's been going on about how it's like having a chronic illness um, and it's, you know, it destroys your life and everything else. I don't understand this at all. And maybe somebody can explain it to me. Uh, and men get stalkers as well as women. But if, if somebody was stalking my wife, my daughter, or somebody like that, or stalking me, and they wouldn't leave it alone, I would, I, I, I deal with them. Can I just point out, it's not two years, it's 20 years. For t did I say two years? Yeah. I beg your pardon, it's 20 years, yeah. 
Well, you could have edited that rather than fucking make me look like a <laughs> couldn't you? Sorry, when you anyway, said two mind. years, I thought that's, yeah. that's it's a long time, but it's it's not as long as the I remember the story, but yeah. If somebody came and started hanging outside my house, making unwanted phone calls, and they, they um, I'll get the lads round and it'll be sorted. Because if, if the law, and apparently the law can't or doesn't seem to be able to stop people harassing other people, if it was my wife or my daughter, or if it was yours, what would you do? Can I say on the radio, that's the problem, isn't it? Because I give the sort of game away when it, if it ever did happen. Because it would quite, well, you'd it, be able to technically sort them out, wouldn't you? It, it would be quite fact, nasty. That's, yeah, that's probably what I would ask you to do. I, I, rather than using any other sort of old-fashioned method, I would probably get you to sort it out. Mentally, physically and digitally. Yeah. But I, I just don't understand how some of these people, and it must be very frightening and worrying and upsetting because the people who are the recipient of stalkers are obviously very badly affected. It's bullying. It's harassment. There, and and law, the law doesn't seem to be able to stop it. No, it doesn't. And I, I don't understand that at all. If I don't want to be your mate, if I don't want to have anything to do with you, just take the hint. Piss off. Don't come back. Okay, this is your final warning. I actually never want to see you again. Now, I'm telling you politely, go away. Nobody here likes you. Nobody wants to hear from you. Don't come back. Thank you very much. Goodbye. That will be the last warning. Do I make myself clear? You always make yourself clear to me. Look into my eyes. It's going to be very hard across the internet, but... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have given you mm -hmm. an ultimatum, nicely and politely. Goodbye. I'm starting to wonder whether it actually is directed at me. No, no, you're all right for the moment. Okay. <laughs> but remember, I do know where you live. You do, yes. Yes, yeah. Yes. Checked it out on... Um, Google Street View. Yeah, it's quite nice. Not sure about the house next door, but there we are. <laughs> yeah, I've had all sorts of problems with them. Have you? I'm not surprised. <laughs> Actually, if you want them sorted. Yes, I know. I know who to call, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Um, stalkers, what, what is it? They, uh, to be fair, these people are mentally ill and rather have this guy in, in prison. He should be in a psychiatric unit, a secured psychiatric unit. He should obviously have been sectioned and shouldn't be allowed out until he's been cured. We should be able to hire professional followers that follow them around. <laughs> professional followers? Yeah, just follow them around. Uh, just, you know, sit oh, in the car dear, next dear. to them when they're sat outside um, your house. Yeah. Okay, let's, uh, let's do a bit of Wales Mail. Uh, what have we got here? Ant. Hello, Ant. Um, he says, I'm working on a CD compilation release on the Swansea-based Elvis-obsessed rocking Sikh Peter Singh. I understand he was on your television show in 1990. Do you know? I think he was. It's a lot. That's 30. Is that 30 years ago, 1990? Uh, yes, it is. Yes, well done. It's 30 years ago. Blimey. Do you have any memories of this that you could possibly share? I'm writing a biography page uh, for the CD booklet and any memories or even photos of Peter's uh, Peter from his episode would be very much appreciated. Sadly, uh, and I don't, I, you know, I can remember him coming on. Um, and I can remember him being obsessed by Elvis, but I I interviewed 
and had on the show. In fact, I think on on the website is um, uh, my talent show. We only did one of these, I think, didn't we? You did, yes, yes. Your what um, was it called? I can't even remember what it was called. I think it's just the James Earl Talent Show. No, it was called the, the James. Earl. I can't remember anyway. It's up on the website. Uh, and I think we had a section in it. So many people, we just said, we're doing a show. If you have talent, turn up. We put an advert in the stage. And we had loads of Elvis impersonators. So I think we put them all together. There's an actual James Earl radio show show called The Elvis Show, which is on YouTube, which we put up. All right. Okay. So, and go and have a look at those. And uh, I'm sure you'll be able to get some bits and pieces off that. But it's a lot 30 years ago. Is he still going? Uh, I assume so. Yes, yes, he is, yes. In fact, there used to be an Indian restaurant I used to go to, which I miss. I should start going back there. Um, And they had on a Friday evening, they had an Elvis impersonator in the uh, Indian restaurant on a Friday evening. And we went a few times. It was really funny. Well, entertainment is not the end of the day, isn't it, really? Yeah. Harmless. Yeah, Yeah, entertainment. Yeah. I've got a new bell. Well. You know them um, the bells you get in the hotels, the ding, 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 for service. Really? Yeah. I, I, Go on, I, let's hear it. I, well, it's downstairs. It's in the shop. Oh. And oh, okay. uh, I saw it. It was one ninety nine. It was in one of those big supermarkets. Mm. I thought, I could get one of them because I'm going to conduct a social experiment, see whom would ring the bell. It's a good idea. And when you're finished with it, I'll use it on the radio show. Okay. I'll on talk you, radio. I'll send you the bell. And uh, yeah. it's Chinese people. They like bells. Every Chinaman that comes into the shop and China woman mm. rings the mm. bell. The only Do British they? person that's rung the bell is our DPD delivery driver, who rang it for mm. a laugh just to annoy us. But uh, no one else rings the bell. They stare at it, but they won't ring the bell. But the Chinese. Do you have a little sign saying "ring for service"? No, no, it's just there. It's on the counter, right next to where the card machine is. Ah, but if you were there behind the counter, they wouldn't ring it, would they? Uh, the, the Chinese ring the bell. Do <laughs> they really? It's weird. I wonder why that is. Yeah, uh, maybe they ha- maybe in China they have lots of bells. Yeah. What are Chinese people doing living in North Wales? Why? I mean, of all the places you could live in this country, maybe it's because the Welsh are just so friendly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a twat. Right. Let's do questions for the whale. Come on. Uh, questions for whale. I've got loads of questions this week. Well, pick out the ones you can read properly, or do you want me to do it all? No, no, don't do it all, because then I'll have nothing mm. to do, and then... Can I can I do them, then? I wish you would, yes. Okay, Rob James, if you lose your yeah. job as a sniper, is it because you set your sights too high? Yeah, probably. Um, Matthew Feeney, will Andy Murray ever get back to his best? Do you know, Matthew, I couldn't give a flying f- I hate tennis. I wish I hadn't read Andy that Murray has got such a miserable face and demeanour. I'm sure he's a nice bloke, but I could I don't see I I hate tennis. What is it that people see in tennis? I don't know. I really don't know. Short skirts and shorts. Oh shut up. Uh Kevin Lampen. Oh no, this one's gonna cause a problem is it are you james well a socialist globalist who wants open borders and feels islam is not a dangerous ideology well at least i'm not a f-ing racist like you that's actually quite reasonable response really yeah. um hmm. uh, gary nash why is there no national vote on bringing back capital punishment uh, because capital punishment, basically, Gary, wouldn't solve any problems at all, as I've spoken about before in the programme. And if you, you're talking about 
bringing back capital punishment for uh, for violent crime. People who do these violent crimes don't think about it. They're too stupid or too thick or too, uh, too uh, mentally ill. On the other hand, hang a couple of burglars... Um, and, uh, and and do it publicly. You might actually uh, you might actually solve the problem. Although in countries where they lop bits of you off and have public executions, they still have crime. So no, all it does is make the bloodlust people um, get excited. There's the same sort of people who wanted to vote for Brexit are the same sort of people who want to bring back capital punishment. They're not very well-educated, fairly stupid and rather ignorant. I hope, Gary, that doesn't apply to you. Can't we just taser him in the nuts? Move on. Paul Hyam. Why did it take two hours for emergency ambulances to get to me and a further 43 hours to stitch my wounds? Um, because the health service is not funded properly, because successive governments of all political persuasions are frightened of telling people that the health service is falling apart. People working in the health service will tell you it is absolutely at meltdown. Yet the politicians will grin friendlily into the camera and say, we're putting more money in than ever before. We are aware of the problems and we are working hard to sort them out. If it was their parent, their sister, their brother, their friend, um, who was left uh, on a stretcher, who was left in a corridor, who had to wait as I did for an emergency doctor for hours the other day, they would actually understand. And some of them must have had to suffer this, but yet they're all too frightened to tell us what we need to know. And that is the parts of the health service will have to be privatised and you and I will have to pay more towards our health care. It should be free at the point of need, but it can't be paid for by the amount of money we're putting in at the moment. Plus, in my view, some of the people who administer the health service, the non-medical people, are not up to the job. So it needs a huge, huge public discussion about how we do it. And we do have to start charging. If you're drunk and you end up in A&E, you have to pay. And maybe you have to pay five quid or whatever if you can afford it. You know? Um, but we should make sure that people don't think, in my view that, that uh, the more kids they have, the less they work, the more they get for nothing. I don't think, if you don't put it in, you shouldn't be able to take it out. Now, I don't want to see people, you know, dying because they can't afford medical service. I don't want to see us like America at all. But the way it is at the moment, it doesn't work. And, and this is all, all rolls into the conversations we've had about everything today, doesn't it? That's a bit of a long answer. Sorry about that. But, you know, it, 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 it is actually needs to be sorted out, Paul. So it's a, it's a good question and one that the politicians at the moment are frightened to take part in. Okay. Uh, Tony McLaughlin. McLaughlin. Hmm. Is that, did I say it right? Nearly. Okay. I put a Welsh bit into yeah. it. I put a yeah, double I L in the... Uh, I said McLaughlin. Mm. Uh, the question is, uh, why haven't we abolished time yet? Why would you want to abolish time? You would never know when tea's ready. Don't be stupid. Move on. You could have just said it would take too long. I could have done, but I didn't. It was too obvious. Uh, Gina Matheson, why do people put these two words in front of something to describe it? Cheeky little, as in cheeky little takeaway. It does my head in. 
Oh, for goodness sake, Gene, get a life. If those sort of things bother you, you've not got enough problems in your life. What about Mark Giles? Why didn't you read his? Because, all right, I'll read it, and then people will understand why I didn't. <clears throat> Mark Giles, when we finally leave Europe, do you think successive governments will offer a referendum to get us back in, as the rest of Europe hates us? And they do. Look at the Eurovision, for example. I doubt that they'd let us rejoin. Mark, education is a wonderful thing. And the more education and the more you see the world and the more you meet people, Mark, the less stupid you will appear. So more education, Mark, is what you need. I have enjoyed today's podcast show. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, I shall be on talk radio just after the Eamon Holmes drive time show. So if there's something that I've said that rankles you just a little bit or you want to tell me what a wonderfully warm human being I am, that's where you can find me. Failing that, why don't you email me, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Right, Rob, go and get my car. All the way down to Kent. Mm, bring it round to the front door. Well, it's going to take a while. It better not. You've got five minutes and then I want to go to the pub. More like five hours. <laughs> five minutes. All <laughs> oh, right, that's it. I've had enough. Dogs want to go for a walk. Um, right, see you later. Take it easy, everybody. Thank you very much indeed. If you thought this was shit then uh, there are 200 hours more on the website. Go and have a listen. Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a lot more. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>